I'd rather not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking spoiler warning. This is the Flix X-Raid podcast, starting in five, four. Welcome to Fixed Trade. I'm your host Tony, and tonight I have joining me across the table a truly paranoid man, Corey. Who told you I was paranoid? Tell me. Tell me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay. I, don't don't hurt me. Redacted. Just, just <laughs> burn my blood. Burn my blood. <laughs> and to my left, I have flamethrower, flamethrower wielding Devin. You know, I, I'm okay being flamethrower. Flamethrower. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And to my left, and uh, we just kicked each other because we both are doing the kicky leg thing, <laughs> is not the real Jace. I'm feeling much better, and I'd like to come back inside now. <laughs> it sounds like a Twitter name. <laughs> not the real Jace. <laughs> Isn't it like, oh, there's a celebrity that that's their, that's their handle on Twitter. I can't remember who it is. It's not Ryan Reynolds, but it's like one of those ones that you see making tweets all the time. It's like not the real, but, that's like, <laughs> but it's verified. And they've got like the blue check mark. <laughs> and like a bazillion uh, followers. Yeah. All right. It. It's so Donald t- Trump. So yeah. tonight we're uh, reviewing John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> but before we get into that, let's take a moment to get to know our guests. The question of the night is, would you go spend months in Antarctica? Oh, you didn't say months before the question. Just <laughs> I'm changing, I'm changing it. You're switching it up. So would you go to Antarctica and would you spend months there? Or would you just want to go and be like, hey, I've been here. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to go and like see some penguins. That'd be cool. Yeah. Watch them do their thing. But you um, wouldn't want to stay there for an extended period of time? No. No. <laughs> I like the we... winter, but not that much. <laughs> What would I be doing down there? Just like sitting, hanging out, doing nothing or like scientific exploration, finding an ancient buried pyramid, (laughs) (laughs) fighting Um, dogs. I'd say, you know, like you're like the communications officer or something like a basic job that they need or you're the cook in like a kitchen and like a research facility. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Right. You're going to make like military money. Yeah. Not going to spend anything. Come back and just be like, hey. Now I can go buy that house. <laughs> That's true. Well, and like apparently the population of Antarctica is like has a super high IQ because of all the researchers that's there. It's just popular with them. I'd want to bring that down a little bit. <laughs> average, so, it like, yeah. average it out. Average it out. You're like, oh, it's kind of normal now. Get a lot of sculpting done out there. Right? But you wouldn't have a lot of material because you couldn't take that much. And depending on when you're there, because if you were there through winter, like they don't, there's, yeah. I think, a five month period where they can't get resources that's ice true. sculptures yeah yeah there you take go. up chainsaw ice sculpture or flamethrower like, ice, yeah, flame, <laughs> flame ice sculpture that's why they have so many so that they can do ice sculptures <laughs> all right that's so... what's all in like the back rooms is just like <laughs> ice sculpture swans <laughs> i really wish they like go into that back room and it's like, ah, 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 like oh there's the real one. Oh my god <laughs> All right, so now uh, let's actually get rolling on with this. It's time for a synopsis and starring. Corey, I want to read that synopsis. I do. Okay. In remote Antarctica, a group of American research scientists are disturbed at their base camp by a helicopter shooting at a sled dog. 
When they take in the dog, it brutally attacks both human beings and canines in the camp, and then they discover the beast can assume the shape of its victim. A resourceful helicopter pilot and the camp doctor lead the camp and crew in a desperate, gory battle against the vicious creature before it picks them off one by one. This movie is directed by John Carpenter. It's starring Kurt Russell as R.J. McCready, Wilford Brimley as Dr. Blair, T.K. Carter as Knowles, and David Clennon as Palmer. I could have gotten the full list because it's not like it's a big long cast in this one, but like, <laughs> I only took top build. That's fair. There's there's a, there's just like, I mean, there's not like a ton of people in it, but it's still like Nol- enough that I don't remember all their names. Yeah. Every time I watch the them, chef like, got top billing over Keith David. Was Keith David not big yet? I don't know. I, I literally went by top build. Wow. Because mm. uh, that's usually how I pull these is top build. Hmm. Yeah, that makes so. sense. All right. So, guys, it's time for us to play a game. Dun, 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 dun. I want to play a game. Oh, it's a game. A game specifically tailored for each participant. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's okay. have some fun. Ladies, girls. start your enjambes. I'm having a blast. I know Devo hasn't played one of these in a long while. And Play so game, lucky. Playing games, playing games, playing games. All right, so tonight's game uh, is IMDb synopsis of John Carpenter movies. So I expect you guys to be like really quick on the buttons here because I know you guys uh, both love these kind of movies. Chase is probably going to kick my butt. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so uh, as per usual, we will uh, do the button test first. So I'm going to read the um, the movie we just did, The Thing. I'm going to read that synopsis first. You guys are both going to get a chance to hit your buttons so that we uh, know whose is whose. We'll start with Devo and then Jace. It's All right. fair. His arms are longer than mine. <laughs> your button is closer. <laughs> there you go. We'll balance it out. I'll move his button a little farther away. All right, so here we go. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. What the hell's in there? It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. The Thang. The Thang. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It's not The Thang. (laughs) The Thang. The Thang. 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 It's like the new reboot that's going to come out. In the ghetto. (laughs) In Detroit. Yeah, it's just like in the sewers. They find it in a broken down ice cream truck. (laughs) You gotta be fucking kidding the thing that is correct congratulations zero points all around you're all tied up (laughs) not even a uh, you know a trophy for that however there is a pretty pretty princess crown on the line so you could be royalty Corey. all right in 1997 when the u.s president crashes what the hell's in there it's weird and pissed off whatever it is escape from new york yes yep it'd be funny if they switched out with la but he didn't do la did he no that was Kurt Russell's thing. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Fifteen years after murdering his sister on Halloween night. You gotta be fucking kidding. <laughs> Halloween? Correct. In the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> An unearthly fog rolls into a small you gotta be fucking <laughs> Kidding. Could it be the fog? I was gonna say I was gonna change it to mist just because I was like, oh, it's in there. again. I, I was like, these are straight pulls from IMDb. IMDb has the most terrible fucking synopsis. Do better. It's got to have the name in it. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's how a synopsis works. Totally. Well, when you use like a word name, yeah. 
A research team finds a mysterious cylinder in a deserted church. If opened, it could mean the end of the world. Ooh, Jace actually has a blank stare on this one. It's the curveball one. I really just want to say the cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty like, consistent. Going through, because I haven't, like, I know Carpenter movies, but I haven't seen all of them. So there are some that I'm like, uh, some of his older ones that I didn't see. Can you give that a reread? Sure. A research team finds a mysterious cylinder in a deserted church. If opened, it could mean the end of the world. I don't know what the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. I'm just going to say apocalypse. No. <laughs> Escape from pre six, or Precinct 13? <laughs> no. No? It's just the only one I can think of off the planet <laughs> that I All haven't right. seen. It is <laughs> Prince of Darkness. Prince of Darkness. I have not seen Prince of Darkness. I've never Ooh. seen that one. A rough-and-tumble trucker helps rescue his friend. I don't know what the hell's in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. Big Trouble in Little China? Yes. Yeah, yeah they're Kurt Russell. Bye. All tied up. A drifter discovers a pair of sunglasses that allows... You gotta be fucking kidding. Oh, now they've said it and I can't remember. You've gotta be fucking kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is it them? No. No, shit. It's one of those words. From the top. <laughs> A drifter discovers Fuck, I know it a is. pair of sunglasses, then hit the button again. Yes. It was good, though. You had that. I had the TV. Did, did you suddenly think of it? No, I was waiting for the rest of the synopsis. Oh. All right, here we go. In 2176, a Martian. Let me try that again. In 2176, a Martian police unit is sent to pick up a highly dangerous criminal at a remote mining post. Upon arrival, the cops find the post has become a charnel house? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's very fucked up. Literally, copy paste from IMDb. <laughs> charnel house. Be Is this one attack kidding. on pre six thir- precinct thirteen? No, it's no. not. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep guessing it. The I other one I know. I think so. you've seen this one. It's not bad. Oh, uh, it's bad. I liked it. Okay. In two thousand, <laughs> please reread. Two thousand one hundred and seventy-six. A Martian police unit is sent to pick up a very dangerous criminal at a remote mining outpost. Upon arrival, the cops find that the post has been a charnel house. Charnel house. 2176? No. He was just going with that. Riddick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is Ghosts of Mars. Nope. No? No. No. You're not missing much. (laughs) Not great. It's fun. This this was when he was trying to come back. And Ice Cube's in it. Yeah. Ice Cube. All right. A small townswoman give birth. Village of the Damned. Yes. He was tying this up. Were they aliens? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I need to rewatch that. I thought they were just weird We got kids. three more. Yes, Corey, there's another page. I was wondering why it's so big. What? All right. An unlike... 
An unlikely partnership between a highway patrol officer, two criminals, and a station secretary is formed to defend a defunct Los Angeles precinct office. She's gonna get my time. Attack on precinct precinct thirteen. No. no. <laughs> Damn. You got it. Good job. No, she said attack, man. That's not the <gasps> name of it. That's it's true. Precinct thirteen. No. You're close enough. I'll give you the point. It's assault on precinct. Assault. That's true. I have I have his uh, album, Carpenter's album. So I'm just like, what what songs do I know off the album? <laughs> <laughs> Two left. Jace is in the lead by one point. This was a close one, Diva. You're like, she's gonna smoke you, but you're like, you're hanging on there, man. <laughs> it's the Kurt, Kurt it's Russell. It's the fix. Kurt Russell ones that he's like, I know this one. <laughs> An institutionalized young woman becomes terrorized by a ghost. That's it. That's the whole synopsis. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wouldn't get this one either. <laughs> this is one of his older ones. Ghost? I knew it. Was... <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you didn't go with institutionalized. <laughs> institution ghost? <laughs> Casper. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mm, give me one moment. No, I don't know. The Ward. The Ward. Nope. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it's one of his older ones. No. You All get right. the, like, one sentence once. I get the paragraph long. <laughs> Recovering from an ambush that killed his entire team, a vengeful vampire slayer must retrieve an ancient Catholic relic that should be, should it be acquired by vampires, will allow them to walk in sunlight. Oh, what the hell's in there? It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. Blade. <laughs> I was thinking that. I'm like, that's the exact kind of same thing, but no, it's not. It does have vampires in it, though. Uh, uh, nah, I don't know this one. Yeah, me neither. You ready for this one? I'm surprised Diva didn't try <laughs> yeah, to go with the one word one. I was, I was waiting. Do you want to try, try picking one word out of there? Blood. <laughs> Can I hear it again? Sure. Corey. <laughs> Recovering from an ambush that killed his entire team, a vengeful vampire slayer must retrieve an ancient Catholic relic that should, if it's acquired by vampires, will allow them to walk in sunlight. Slayer? Relic? Catholic? No. no. Sunlight? No. Vampire? There you go. <laughs> At this point, I'm going to give it to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... Diva didn't get it. It was vampires. Fuck vampires? off. <laughs> the name of the movie is Vampires. James Woods as a vampire hunter. Really? Yeah. yeah. I love James Woods. Kind of. But uh, really. Jace won that one by one point. Oh, Debo, you do have a chance to steal job. this back. Later on. Yeah, right? I don't think you've played since we've had the new rules. I have, I have not cool. gotten to play the Awesome Lodge word game. <laughs> awesome Lodge word game. I think that's where Debo might, uh, might, might win. He's probably. pretty good at charades. Yeah. But I'm let's, terrible uh, at that game. <laughs> let's, get, uh, let's get on with this thing and talk about the thing. The thing. It's time for two-sentence synopsis. Jace, since you have the crown, you have to go first. Have to go first. <laughs> that's the rules I'm playing now. <laughs> the crown puts you at like disadvantage. You're punished for being royalty. <laughs> it's a hard life being me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just it's like John Carpenter, Rob Boutin, and Kurt Russell. It's just all things great. <laughs> Devin, uh, if you murder fur for a murdery zoo, you know, protect the doggy. <laughs> Uh, but actually, uh, great gore suspense pick. Uh, never gotten to see it, so this was my first yeah, watch. Yeah, first, first time excited. viewing. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Uh, really good. Yeah? Uh, I got to experience the 2011 one, which I really 
did enjoy, and I've mm-hmm. been looking for this one for a while. Not very hard, because I <laughs> probably could have just asked somebody. It's probably just one of those ones where it's always been on your list, and you're like, I'll get to that eventually. And then it was like, hey. <laughs> eventually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, great movie. Antarctica, isolation setting, super gory suspense horror. Uh, and, like, it's a classic for a reason. Corey? I would say claustrophobic thriller movie with lots of gore and i love the paranoia in it it's just the paranoia is perfect everybody you're always mad that somebody leaves the group yeah so yeah and like always wondering where everybody else is or like okay so we're focusing on these characters but what are those other characters doing like where have those characters been for the last like 20 minutes like it's constant like who is it? <laughs> when they do an got a group of like nine people. Why don't you split into threes instead of <laughs> I'm going to go here alone? Yeah, because yeah. the problem is they don't all tr- like they don't trust each other. They right? don't all like each other either. Like they yeah. kind of like some of the characters kind of hate each other and like they don't want to be around each other. It's like if you're around each other like all the time, trapped in Antarctica, you you don't want to be near those guys. <laughs> you want private time. I like that they like make Kurt Russell go away with that other guy at that one point. Because then as an audience member, you're like. I'm not sure. Could he be infected at at that time too? And like just trying to survive, even though he comes back, like saying, "I'm gonna make you all do the test. I don't trust any of you." It's like, yeah, but that's what if you were finally <laughs> evolved into a human successfully, you were gone for 45 minutes. That's the smartest thing. Yeah. Be super. I don't hyper-vigilant. trust any of you. Hey, guess what? I'm gonna infect all of you. You know that you're tied down. <laughs> now that you're tied to a coach. And he's the one who has access to the blood too. Well, like he's the one touching the blood. So if one of his little, like, if he was the one who was the thing in the end, one of his little hands could have, like, like <laughs> and then just fries the other. Because really, do you want them all to survive or do you just want to survive? Because you can affect anybody later on if you want yeah. to anyways. Mm-hmm. Just barbecue your other people. You know, I was going to talk about this later, but fuck it. Well, let's start with this. So it all ends with just um, Childs and McGreedy alive. Who do you think is the thing? I know, Jace, we were t- kind of debating this because <laughs> I've watched the thing where um, it's the eyes, right? Yeah. Uh, so you, as you watch the movie, and I don't know if you guys watch it again, watch the eyes and anyone who is a thing, now that you know like who is and who isn't when, if you watch their eyes, they'll have a little glint in their it's eyes. It's not 100% consistent because like, they, yeah. don't, they don't have the glint in their eyes. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. So whoever's uh, not a thing has a glint in their eyes has a like a little glint because they're yeah they've got like the light whereas like if it if at least like leading up to the shots Mm -hmm. where it's revealed they're either not looking at the camera or they have like a a thing yeah i just wish you could have seen child's ear when he was sitting down at the end when he's Mm. sitting there because it's covered by the park no you can can you can see it does he have the earring yeah he does i I still think kirk russell's the one that's infected i think he got infected as soon as he went with the other guy what about you, Devo? Uh, I think Kurt Russell is because it's the alcohol, in my opinion. Like every time there's every like scene, yeah. that, like, oh, are you? Are you not? One person will drink alcohol, the other person won't. Well, mm. my favorite thing actually about that is I was watching a fan theory about this. They think that um, so McCready isn't and Childs is, and the reason is is because McCready blew everything up and thinks that he's alone, right? Like he thinks he's. You know, and wants to, and his whole plan was to make sure that no one, no one survived, and this thing couldn't survive, right? Yeah. Um, the scenes leading up to that, he wasn't. There, he had gasoline in all the bottles. Yeah, they were. There's a whole scene where they're th- they're throwing those Molotovs, and you can see on his belt, he's got all the all his previous bottles. 
that yeah. are like all filled, filled with gasoline. Gas and oh, was okay. it gasoline or was it just mo- regular well, Molotovs, like regular alcohol? It would be gas. The thing is, but it's like it could go. The other it could way. go either way. So yeah. the idea is, he could potentially mm. be trying to kill himself at that moment. He's about to drink, and then Childs shows up and he hands him the gasoline. Now, if Childs is infected and McCready's not, when McCready hands him the gasoline, it indicates to McCready that. Because he, he kind of has that little smirk on his face. Like, he laughs. Like, yeah. he kind of laughs when he takes a swig because, you know, at that point, if it you're is gasoline, gasoline... You're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, right? If you weren't a thing, you'd be like, ugh, right? And you would immediately, like, choke back, but he swallows it down. So if it's gasoline, yeah, which was, like, in the previous scenes, then it's <laughs> Childs. <laughs> but I have heard that uh, Carpenter specifically designed it so that you wouldn't know at the end because he's like, it doesn't matter. Because they didn't do the light thing because he was actually asked by the art designer, should we do, are we doing the light thing at the end? And he was like, no, we're not. Mm, okay. And mm. like, they left it so that it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. They're both going to freeze out there. Right. So. That's fair. Yeah. But, I think it's an interesting, like, thing. It is it's a really still cool debated debate, like 30 yeah. years later. Oh, everybody's 35? still like, no, but it's, but it couldn't be Childs because he's got the earring and it can't like create non, uh organic matter type thing but do the things know that the, the other thing like the other people are infected too because they're different entities of themselves or they would all jump up yeah, when one would, of the blood would was they burned. be able to tell each other apart in that scene like when they're all burning the blood like the one that well, i don't know what the guy's name is the guy who turns palmer. into palmer palmer yeah. yeah and like chomps that guy's head but then wasn't there, there was somebody else infected in the room wasn't there Wait, no. no, but it was because palmer bit him in the face Right. Maybe there wasn't anybody else infected. But if, like, Kurt Russell was infected at the yeah. end kind of thing, but that well, that's, kills my that's theory. the other thing, too, right? Because um, one of my big, like, problems is we see that weird spacecraft um, spacecraft that uh, What's-His-Face is building. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, how the fuck did he have time to make that goddamn tunnel? It was a couple days. It, was it a couple days that we're supposed to think? Because I know what, there was at least one transition where I noticed, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's all of a sudden daytime, but... Well, you also saw like Palmer lift that like windows up with his head. Like there, I would assume that the alien has like extra strength and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, but to be able to like dig that big of a hole and not have debris laying around, like they would have to like melt it out almost. Mm-hmm. True. Right. So it's like it, it's way too big and like and then not only make that hole and cavern, but then start building a spaceship. Fair enough. Yeah. Right, like that to me. That's the one point of this movie, and I know it's like a sci-fi movie that I yeah. go, "Come on!" Like Kurt Russell still gets out of that hole after he blows everything up. Like that's that's still every time I see it, I'm like, "There's no way." He just like turns and runs, and everything goes, and it's like, eh. "I'm a Scotty's a fast runner." <laughs> what if the dog actually started building that tunnel when he first got there? There you go. Or there's the fact that two dogs got away. True. That they never yeah. like comment on. That's Which true. that's gonna be the another movie called The Thing again, but it's gonna be the in thing two, again? Yeah, it's gonna be two thousand twenty two. The things. The things. Because there's two dogs there that go. got away. Yeah. Yeah. Right around the snow. True right? gets the wild. But like <laughs> we do see when the dog uh in captivity thing and the dogs are being attacked, there are two dogs that get out and book it and we oh, never yeah. see them. No, again. but I think he puts them back in the kennel because that that and when um Blair goes crazy. He goes into the kennel and kills more dogs. There's oh, just, right, right, right. Yeah. There was one left, though. That was the the one that was left because he was injecting it. And that's when uh, the other dog, Blair, started suspecting that Clark was the one infected. There's, yeah, but they said dogs. He killed the rest of the dogs. Did he? Plural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's like, oh, I killed my dogs. 
<laughs> one thing they also you know it's interesting but they they only mention what two or three of the characters actually do and why they're at this base right so we know mccready is the pilot mm-hmm. yeah. which they need right yeah. we know or four because then there's um because there's the doctors yeah well are they both doctors I thought there was only one doctor. Just the one doctor. But the other one's right? a research because the one's always doing the cutting of things, and then the other one's repairing the guy, the stitches okay. and stuff. Yeah, because so. like Wilford Brimley, Blair, he's a he does some slice and dicing, so I would assume he's some sort of physiciany type thing. Yeah. Was okay. that Wilford Brimley? Yeah, I was making Blair, jokes in my head that, that was <laughs> Blair, I'm like Blair diabetes, is, yeah. but I'm like yeah, that's not him. He doesn't have Wilford a mustache. Yeah. That's awesome. Pre pre mustache. Oh, Wilford okay. Brimley. Yeah. Cool. So he would. <laughs> probably be a doctor himself he may not be a medical so. doctor but True. he might be a re- like a biologist or researcher yeah i would think that like maybe biologist because it's yeah. like i just i, I sit here and i go we watch this movie doing. and i go i wonder what they were like there for mm-hmm. they don't really ever yeah it's kind of kept vaguey vague because there's some it's some sort of research he's something something well captain he's obviously military yeah so he's probably there controlling as like this is american soil yeah. we have a presence here and then Windows was for like radio communications, and then um, Clark Clark Cooper, I think was his name. He's obviously the dog sled, like he runs the dog sleds. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if he was actually a biologist, maybe, like because that would make sense to like double up on him. Yeah, yeah, but then there's like, what is it? The the beardy glasses guy. He's some sort of scientist. Yeah, mm-hmm. and never then, say. Um, I could see him being like an archaeologist or like environmental studies checking out the ice core yeah. sampling and then the redhead dude i always kind of forget about him but he's like got that really cool burning scene mm. which one the the redhead one that like runs out of the snow and he's got get shot claws. the guy who got shot oh screams. yeah <laughs> so good um and then yeah there's the cook and then, yeah, there's Childs. They never say what Childs does. Yeah, Childs is just yeah. kind of there. They're just, they're, I mean, I would assume that they've got, like, some grunts to help, like, with and I, I, lifting I, things and defending yeah, the I territory. I also think case. people would be, like, a secondary. It's like, yes, I am the biologist researcher, but I'm also a medical doctor behind that. Right. So if our doctor does die of hypothermia, we still have medical staff yeah, on. I would imagine they would have. And then, like, yeah, Norris. Like, what does Norris do? Right. Wear a sweater. <laughs> yeah, he just wears a sweater. And Palmer, like, I I don't know what Palmer does. He doesn't seem to be a scientist. He doesn't seem uh, to. Be... He's he seems like a geek. So he, I would assume that he'd be doing something like I don't know. I would assume that they would have doubles on a lot of the, on a lot of the anything that would need to be done. So maybe he's like another radio yeah. type dude. I don't know because also they make a comment about I could take you out there. So I'm like, does is he a driver? Does he drive like? Yeah. Maybe yeah, because they've got the tractor. And they've got the, the helicopters, so yeah. they... And it was helicopters, so he might be another pilot. Oh, yeah. And especially, like, from his garb, I could see it being, like, oh, I used to be a nom. This is where I learned to fly That's helicopters. That's true. He's got, like, that, that denim vest yeah. stuff. Yeah. That would make California sense. barbarians. Mm-hmm. Or they're all in a study <laughs> against paranoia, and they're just left out there. And the whole thing, there was just gas leaking into the facility. <laughs> yeah. It was all it was in their all heads. hallucination. Yeah. Is that where the like the Russian thing where they took like else. the five guys, put them in the dark room, and wouldn't let them sleep for like seventy two yeah. hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they killed the one guy, and like they went inside, saw the mutilated bodies, and like we don't want to leave. <laughs> That's that a, one. Is my... that a creepy pasta? Yeah, it's a creepy pasta. <laughs> I actually just listened to a podcast do that one, like an audio drama of that one in particular. I don't know why, but that like 
just give me the willies 100 percent. like i want to see that i want to be part of that but at the same time it's like no this cannot be real i'm gonna poop myself i am frightened Devo is scared. It's <laughs> like uh, the fact that I made Jace jump. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. Like the sneeze. scariest thing in the movie was when Tony sneezed. <laughs> and I heard you like winding up for it too. <laughs> because like, brace. You know, I've known you too self. long. Yeah. Well, I'm a scream sneezer. I'm sorry. And it was like one of those things where also when I like have one, it's it's. I don't know how to explain it. It's like paralyzing. It's not like I can warn people. If you can see me, I'll be like waving my hand. <laughs> like flailing. Yeah, because room. like I've scared Tash so many times with my sneezes that I try to get her attention to let her know I'm about to sneeze, but uh, it never fucking works. Nah. <laughs> Stop your like, foot. I guess, but it, it's like... And then everybody things. looks at you and then you sneeze. And it's <laughs> is he like, having a heart attack? <laughs> Why is he screaming? <laughs> <laughs> get the flamethrower! <laughs> Also, they had so many goddamn flamethrowers. <laughs> and axes. Why do you need so many fire axes? That makes sense Emergencies. to me. Emergencies. Yeah. No, no, the axes I mean, make sense to me because so if like, doors ice. freeze yeah. and stuff like that. It does It does kind of make sense. I mean, there's a fuck a lot of... You guys were talking about shotguns through like... Yeah, there's way too many shotguns. <laughs> Kurt Russell's monologue. I was like, oh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm bitching about the fact there's like, for some reason, six goddamn shotguns. Yeah. But they're during like one of six dialogue scenes. <laughs> like, okay. and, like, not even rifles. Shotguns. shotguns. They were all shotguns. Yeah. Right? And it's like, why do you need that many shotguns? Like, I could understand if there's like one on base, but then there's like... But it's like if one of the biggest problems in Antarctica is the fact that people go nuts from like being alone. Yeah. Why the fuck would you have that many guns? Mm-hmm. True. And behind a glass case that can be next I mean, to a fucking fire axe. But like again, we don't know anything about what they're doing at this outpost. It could be military. They might just have the stuff because it's military. They also have fucking dynamite out there. I mean, I guess for like blowing up ice. Yeah. But the dynamite makes sense to me, especially like. They'd have thermal charges because one of the big things with Antarctica is a lot of places, a lot of people are going down there to dig, That's right? True. Because one of the big things that people have found it, or that scientists have found is like you can see um, certain things in the levels of the ice, and they've like they've been doing things where they're like there's shit underneath. And we like we want to get down there, yeah. So it's like the dynamite doesn't surprise me, and like you know that was that like they would have thermal charges as well, yeah, to like make sure, right? But it's like so that eh, that part to me is realistic. Six goddamn shotguns. <laughs> what? What are you expecting to Not find? necessary. Right? Like, and then the guy with his fucking little pistol. Like, mm-hmm. Actually, there was a couple pistols running all, around. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they always also, in desks. Yeah. Everybody's just got to buy their own erasers. They're like, oh, I got to buy it. It just, like, right, it's because it's, it's a tense situation. Everyone's got to have a gun. Yeah. That's how the military sells their desks. Yeah. Ah, look at this wonderful <laughs> desk. Like, it's oak. Oh, it's mahogany. <laughs> it has a wonderful pistol drawer. Ah, it's sold. It, it comes, comes with, with the pistol. pistol. <laughs> in Office Depot and Staples in the States. And uh, next to the desk section, it's like, and here's the guns that you could buy that fit nicely into this <laughs> desk. Like a little I like, recommend slot for it that you set it into. Get like the velvet inlay with yeah. like the three bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Only comes with five, so it's... People think that you've killed somebody. <laughs> it's got five inlets, but only ever has three bullets. <laughs> There's some reason. Oh. I don't know. I don't understand that part. Like, I guess, you know, I love this movie, but there's weird little things like that that I'm like, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. I get like, it's done for dramatic, but yeah, and like Kurt Russell pouring his alcohol into the computer, it's like that's really expensive equipment. That's this is 1982. Yeah. 
I bet one guy went in there to go play chess. He's like, oh man, fucking McCready ruin it for everybody. And then they're just like, McCready. Well, that not even that because that was in McCready's cabin, which I like that he gets his own fucking like cabin. Cabin. That wasn't in his own cabin. They were in the rec room. No, the chess thing that he wasn't in the rec room. He was in his little cabin. Then why did they show like the rec room scene first? He wasn't in the rec room though, because the next scene you see, yeah, they were just establishing. So all the characters in the rec room, oh, okay. except for McCready, McCready's in his cabin playing the chess thing, and then the helicopter. Lonely, and he yeah. wants to be that way. He's a lone wolf. But then, because when the helicopter comes, he pops his head out. So he's he has that. That's his chess thing. Yeah, he just like ruins it for himself. <laughs> you know, like a couple weeks later, man, I really wish I hadn't destroyed my chess thing. <laughs> yeah, but he makes bad choices. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Like carrying a dynamite next to a flamethrower. Did you guys notice that? He's like holding it. Because like it's on the edge. <laughs> Living on the edge. Like on the poster. Look. Look where. And that's like a it's shot true. from the movie. Look yeah. where he's holding the dynamite. That's back from the, the flame. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I always thought the cover when I used to go to the video store was some guy like mad scientist's hair. That was just like, and his face was exploding with light. But then I realized it's a parka that's just like yeah. flowing in the yeah. wind. But for the longest time, I was like, well, there's no mad scientists in this movie. I never also understood with that, that one art piece why it's like a bright light. It's not like the aliens are like, open their mouth and like, yeah. like beam of light. I think I read that the artist designed it without seeing the movie. He just like went on the premise and was like, yeah, sure. Aliens. Yeah. I <laughs> guess Abduction. that makes sense. <laughs> It's not like that flying space turtle from It. That's hey, man. true. Hey, that's God, man. Yeah, you leave God out of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for game number two. It's time for The Price is Right. Oh. Seven. The price is wrong, bitch. Show me the money. Show me the money! Now you've had enough. All right, so uh, you guys have... Uh, well, I don't know if Devo's played this. I don't think he's actually played this, but he's uh, he's been on the other side. He's seen the sheets. So uh, we're going to play the prices Right. The way this works is prices Right rules guessing. These are all numeric values. Closest without going over gets the point. If you guys both go over, we'll let you know. And if you get it bang on, it is worth double points. All right. So, Jason, since you have the crown, you're going to go first. The first category is what do you guys think the budget is in millions? In millions. Um. In 1982. All them fancy special effects. Um. 20 million. 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 All right, so uh, Diva, you're starting this next category. What do you think it made domestically? Okay, this is total, not net. This is total. Um, uh, I'm going to say thirty-five. Thirty-five. Thirty-five mil. What do you think, Jace? Do you think it made thirty-five million? For, for like total, not not just domestic total, like total domestic. I couldn't actually pull foreign numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was surprised. <clears throat> yeah. I, I do. I do know it was a bomb. Um, 
20 now? 2-0. Corey? Would you guys like to take another stab at it? Both over. Sure. Yep. Both over. Jeez. Both over. Mm. Uh, no 10 now? 10. I'm going to say it broke even at 15. 15. You take it with 15, it was 19 million. Oh! I was so close! I was wait, so wait. close! 19.6. Shit! <laughs> ah. Price is right, rules. You went over. I know. All right. That makes me sad that it didn't yes. make that much well, money. Uh, it, it well, it still made money. It, it came didn't out at the it. same time yeah. as a PT. Uh. So everyone was like, we don't want this scary horror monster alien when we just, we just want AT. We just want to phone home. Yeah. The they movie. couldn't phone They're home. A crossover. Well, and people, <laughs> a lot of people thought it was like really dry and boring too. Cause it's long and they're like, there's not enough character shit. And it's like, there's so much character shit. Yeah. You just have to, they don't say everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of show, not tell. Yeah. All right. So, uh, next question. Knowing that it made 19 million in its total domestic run, what do you guys think it made opening weekend? Uh, Devo. Uh, I'm going to say. One point seven. One point seven. Jason look like five. Five million? Five dollars? I don't know. Did you say five? <laughs> five dollars. Five. five of them. And that's in eighties money. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, I've had someone say one dollar. <laughs> I think that was uh, me. Yeah, you? <laughs> Probably. All right. Uh five million. Devo, you take it? It is actually three million dollars it made. Three point one. Three point one. He's coming for that crown. All right, we got two categories left, and if uh, Jace can get both of these bang on, she takes that. She gets to keep that crown. However, uh, Devo's got a pretty solid lead here. Bang a rang! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, starting off, Rotten Tomatoes ratings. We're gonna start with the critic ratings. Like current critic rating. Current critic rating. I'm gonna go with like eighty-five. Eighty-five. Critic rating? Critic rating. I'm going to say 60. 6-0. Corey? Devo, you take it. You, It was 83%. You were right there. Maybe whatever you think, just take it down by like two. <laughs> you you <laughs> got to take it down to the 80s level. I'm just lowballing because you're giving, you're because giving me I'm so like, much. Yeah, it's yeah. so close, though. Yeah, 83% for uh, critic rating. I think that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That right. is really solid. So, last category here. We were going to do it just because, but Diva's already got this in the bag. Yeah. Let's see if uh, Jace can get some points. <laughs> She's so sad. <laughs> what do you think the audience rating is? Diva, you're starting this round. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say 86. 86. 87. <laughs> 87. You take it. It's actually 92%. Yay! <laughs> I got a point. Goddamn crown. <laughs> But it just looks so good on me. And the crown changes table sides. <laughs> changes hands. And I get the disadvantage for the second uh, <laughs> or the true. third game. Yep. That's where the real disadvantage is. Aw, oh, damn. Aw, oh, gross. I snort. I may up. have actually gotten you back for the ass penny. <laughs> ass penny? Oh, there was one point when me... No, we weren't even living with each other. I was... Uh, me and Tash had moved into our apartments. And Diva was over and he found a penny... 
and he does and i bent over and he saw my crack and so he decided to stick the penny down my pants oh yeah except for it was a cold penny all of a sudden down my butt crack and so i like i quickly reached my pants grabbed and i threw it at him while he was laughing and i went right in his mouth (laughs) and it choked me because it hit me in the uvula yeah like i I, I didn't even look where i was throwing i just threw it at him like out of anger you know when someone does and i'm like just like (laughs) (laughs) right in the mouth yeah so it's the story of the ass penny that's great yeah my cousin used to date a girl that wore like really low pants and we were sitting at breakfast one time she was leaning over and he was just dropping penny she he got like three in there before she know she noticed that he was doing it it was like sweet no the best one has to be uh classy we were at a party house and a friend of ours brought a guy from his ball team over with a girl he picked up at stampede it was fun and they were making out at the quarters table Fun. She probably left with about five bucks and quarters down her pants yeah. <laughs> because they were not like paying attention to anybody else. <laughs> At one point, hey, there was man. a there she, was a naked man some, yeah. sitting on on like his lap as well. What? <laughs> I shit you not. Oh, fun. All right, so uh, since Devo's now got the crown and he's the pretty pretty princess for uh, currently. Let's talk about a little bit about the special effects and the gore horror. Oh yeah, Robo team. So uh, I I was gonna have my comeback uh, tiebreaker <laughs> question, but I found out Jace already knew the answer to it, yeah. which kind of wrecked that. Yeah. So Jace, why don't you tell us a little bit <laughs> about your kept that uh, one under my hat? <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your love for the uh, the oh, God? I forgot his name. Robo now. team. Yes. <laughs> There's actually like a band that I like. They have or have a song. But it's like just like a love letter to Robotin, and like it just like has all of the movies that he's worked on like threaded in through it, and just singing about how much they hate CGI. That's mm-hmm. really cute. But I don't know. He just like his imagery is so fucking bizarre, and the colors are just so great. Like mm-hmm. the purples and the like the burgundy. It's very colorful. Like I was surprised. Like yeah. I, in my memory, I didn't remember it being so colorful. But like the veins and the. the Tendons and everything, and like the bright yeah. greens mixed with those like really, really gross purples, like just so fucking good. He's just so real, he was such a talented artist, and he was so young. What was some of his other movies like notable? Uh, he did. Let me just think of special effects. <laughs> I'm like, what are the, what are the ones? Um, he did. Uh, what's it called? The one with like the unicorns. I know he did Darkness in uh, that uh, one movie. He did. Um, uh, putting jason see on the now, spot see now i just yeah legend that's legend. the one yeah. oh yeah that um he did uh the one i can't remember any of the names my brain is just like but the one with arnold schwarzenegger where he goes to mars oh, oh total, total recall. recall recall that yeah. makes sense you can see the similarities between like face man jay should do the awesome <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um he's just i don't know he's got some really great talent and he's yeah this movie just like almost killed him. <laughs> he was so stressed out they had to hire Stan Winston to like so he did like the one dog in the kennel that like sprays everywhere. Or the or the one effect where it's like the head comes up before it like explodes everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was definitely like a Stan Winston. That's why you were like, I heard here T Rex noises. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like a good H <laughs> Yeah. But Stan Winston was really nice and he didn't ha he just like has a thanks at the end. He was like you don't don't put my name on it, like leave this to be Robotine's thing. But he's just, he's so talented. <laughs> he's really good. Like, yeah. I could see, like, an H.P. Lovecraft, like, Cthulhu kind of thing with all these designs just because of how 
monstrous and like they don't necessarily make sense but they kind of do make sense in the way that they like sprout arms here and face here and all this and it's like it's cool looking it's cool to see it on like because my tv sucks at home so i watch it or i watch it on my computer but seeing it on your tv your tv's nice and big so i can see all (laughs) the fun cool details like stuff that i've heard people talk about that i've never noticed like when like the flower that opens up and it's dog tongues with like teeth and it's just like that's so fucking cool and i never notice it because i'm always watching it on a tiny screen but there's just like so many neat little details. What do you think, Devo? What was your favorite? Oh, what the hell's in there? It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. First off, C. <laughs> <laughs> did I get it right? No. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, so, what did you think of the body horror stuff? Uh, like? It was fantastic. Uh, like I've seen so many like images of it, or like gifs and clips. Jason sculptures too. Yeah. the thing <laughs> like finding that little spider thing and like actually watch, yeah watching it like run away it's like that is so cool <laughs> i now know why everybody like loves this thing uh, and that uh, chess scene is amazing yeah so fucking good i, I think about that scene all the time i do just love the practical effects though like i have i have a hard on for practical effects oh, i'm not gonna lie yeah. yeah yeah cool fun fact the scene where the guy gets his arms bit off yeah. They actually, like, ha- hired a double amputee to do the scene. Like, that one shot where he's flailing for, like, oh. a half a second, they made a mask of the actor, put it on a double amputee, and then, like, gave him the prosthetics wow. for, like, that one, like, 30 seconds of flailing. That is so fucking cool. And it's cool. just like, yeah, why not? I was looking for his hand. Like, normally you can see, like, when their yeah. elbows are, like, no, bent they, up they under. No, they hired a double amputee just for that shot. So fucking I think cool. it makes it work because, again, you're watching, you're just like, holy shit, and it moves so quick, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, there's so much tension building because they have Kurt Russell, and he's, like, backing everybody up, and then you see, the like, the scalpel being picked up by the other guy, yeah. and there's just a lot just, of like, things going on. something to happen. And, yeah, and you're expecting it to be there, and then this guy goes to do it, and then it's like, he just go, and it's... Nope, chop. It's just, it's just like out of nowhere. He just expect. goes in there. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, you just totally don't expect that. It's just like fantastic and then he dies because yeah. blood loss right like yeah yeah i know so many dumb little practical effect things that i never noticed until recently like i watched the thing where they talked about some of the practical effects the one i never noticed was his hand when like the he's doing the blood mm-hmm. and like the thing goes out of the out of the container it's a dummy hand and i never realized it until recently and this mm-hmm. is the first watch where i actually like watched them set up the shot and then like the first couple times he does it and he's holding it and then it like because the thing comes out of his hand. Mm-hmm. So smart. I and love I that. Yeah, kind of I stuff. didn't realize it until yeah. Well, I mean, I watched the thing, and then it's my first time actually I, experiencing it and being like, wow. It took me have, for so long. They have like a really good advantage with this as well because everyone's in parkas, so it's like even if you need to do a tuck arm behind yeah. because everyone's in a parka, they're all bulked yeah. yeah. up already. It's not like you're trying to do that with someone in a t-shirt where it's noticeable. It's like mm-hmm. nah. Kurt Russell's like standing there. He's got a flamethrower. So he's got a big thing on his back. He's, you know, holding it like. Well, a f- and it's a really tight shot too, which is yeah. like great because everything's claustrophobic. So there are a lot of really tight shots. So mm-hmm. you do- it doesn't look out of place at all. Yeah. Until you kind of look at the hand and you're like, that hand looks kind of funny. It's like, <laughs> well, it, it's, I think part of the brilliance of John Carpenter as a director, like he mm-hmm. does this thing where it's like he, his shots are already built in his head on how they're going to go. Yeah. Right. And he's just got this amazing, um, I don't know, ability, I guess is the best way to do it, to compose the shots and get them in such a way that it's like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. It And it works so well. And it and even, like, the way he does, you know, um, at one point there's the double focus 
and like you know shit like that he just does like little things and mm-hmm. it just like it gives weird anxiety watching it but you don't think about it as well yeah Corey, well, you were saying that you love the double focus yeah it's really nice because it, it's just it shows so much depth of field like without being like a 3d movie it yeah. just shows you that you almost can feel being in that room with them but, like, that's one thing that I like about most John Carpenter movies is whenever there's a lot of cast in one room being together, it feels authentic. All the characters don't feel like they're reading dialogue. And there's not, like, zoom-ins all the time on people's faces when they have something important to say. Yeah. It's just, like, everybody's in the shot and then, like, quickly jumps around. Like, it just feels authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell where everyone's standing, right? So, like, those scenes where they're all fighting, you can tell everyone's in that room and there's just, like, maybe a camera sitting in that shot and then they'll restage it and do it from another angle. And then like the cutting on it is just so brilliantly done. And I know he does it pretty much all in his like garage. Most of his editing. (laughs) Definitely. Right. Cause like that's one of his things is he built an at home studio and he does the edits. It's the best. I I think I need to watch a lot more John Carpenter stuff. Me too. I'm definitely missing some. There's this shirt I want to get that's like it's a stack of VHSs and it's got all his movies and it mm-hmm. says Carpenter or Die. But I'm like, I gotta see all the movies first before I can legit wear this shirt. Carpenter Marathon! Yeah! Fuck yeah! I'm in. But what do you guys think about the fact that this movie is Aliens? It's cool. Um, yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge sci-fi person. Yeah, because you're more like, of a horror person. Yeah, definitely. I'm a horror junkie. But this is like a nice merge of the two. Um, whereas it like because like the fact that it's an alien isn't like you know it's not shooting them into space and they have to get back to earth or anything it's like a very it's a body horror that's set in a kind of vague reality and it's a lot more about the character tension and like the body horror is really cool and it's there and it's also like it helps build everything mm-hmm. but it's not like oh it's not all like super extraterrestrial it's just like this thing that's a thing yeah it was like a choosing this could have been one of three things, a ancient beast, a uh, mutated fungus, genetic experiment, alien. Like yeah. there were so many possibilities. They were just like, ah, it's going to be alien. But it didn't let that take over the mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was just something trying to survive and get out. Like it wasn't like, oh, it's world domination. To me, this is just something that landed and is trying to survive. And like when I forget about the ship that's under the shack, but it, to me, it's like when if he, it's making a ship. I don't feel like it's going to go to civilization to take over. I feel like it wants to leave. It wants to fuck. It wants to get out. It's a fucking Saiyan. It's Goku. (laughs) There you go. It's gooey Goku. It's gooey gooey Goku. Goku. It's a shapeshifter Goku. So you think that little ship it's building isn't to get to civilization? You think it's to get the fuck out? I felt like it was trying to escape. I feel the same way. Because like, and I know it's like a dog, so we always put like innocence on animals and stuff. But when that dog is watching like the helicopter come back for the first time, you can like, it's a dog obviously, but you look in its eyes and you can almost feel like it's like, oh shit, like I need to figure out something else to get out of here. I, when I look at that dog that's looking out the window, I don't see anything. I don't get that from it. Like that dog just feels like a blank canvas to me. Like, it hasn't quite figured out what it's supposed to be yet. Because it just stares. But, yeah, I I, I see. Because it, like, walks into that kennel and it just lays down and it just stares. Like, I feel like it's just, like, it's like, I'm a dog. Yeah. Like, look at me be a dog. And it doesn't really know what's going on. Yeah. To me, I see that scene and I just think the dog is looking at a guy who has a treat and is like, I want the treat. <laughs> I am a good boy. I want the treat. I am a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> see, That's fair. For me, a lot of like horror movies and thrillers and stuff, especially horror movies, I try to figure out the rules usually. And like, mm. I was trying to figure out the rules of the thing and it's almost kind of Cthulhu-esque where it doesn't, it just kind of 
evolves into something. But like when somebody's infected by it, like Palmer, the the guy who ends up shaking on the the couch or whatever, is he? Does he know he's infected? Or does it just, just like the chest burster guy, it just happens it's to him? It's a good question, because everybody seems really talking. relieved when they're not. Like, Windows is like, phew, when he's not a, when he finds out he's not an alien. Mm-hmm. But it talked, Palmer was talking up until that point, right? Yeah, well, and, yeah. yeah, he was talking and he was, be like, he was Mr. Paranoia through the right. whole thing. He was like, Mr. Conspiracies. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's also one of those things, because they make a comment about how one cell is still alive. And that one cell can infect, right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like all you would need, all you need for the assimilation is to just have one cell. Yeah. It, like so, it's like eat. And what's his face makes the comment about we should all make our own meals and we should all eat out of cans. Yeah. Right. Because realistically, you know, all if, it takes is one drop of blood to get. Not even food, that. Like yeah. imagine like the guy, whoever's the thing, just going to the kitchen, it. just putting every spoon in their mouth. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. That would be enough to infect everybody. Yeah. True. Unless Wouldn't that be a smarter your... plan, though, too? Like like you just said, you just came up with a really smart plan that <laughs> all you have to do is lick everything rather than, like, start sabotaging things to make everybody all of a sudden, like, oh, fuck, something's happening. Yeah. Well, I also think I know that Blair sabotaged the everything. thing, um, I think its major flaw in this film is it thought it could have gotten all the dogs, and I wonder if that had happened. I haven't seen the the remake, and I don't know if John Carpenter thought about that when he was uh, making this. Like, I wonder if the dog had gotten all of the dogs at the other, uh... It did. It yeah? Infe- it affected most of the, the thing, people on there. Yeah, yeah. because I, I was thinking, it's like, well, maybe it got in there and was like, okay, I'm locked in here. I have all of these things, so if I can mimic all of them, then it, I can spread faster, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. that's what it was trying to do, because they were like, yeah, it's trying to make duplicates, because there were multiple dogs in that in, in mass. It. Yeah. And I believe it had, like... This is trying to like push back to that what he was thinking without having that prior movie knowledge. He had realized these don't have fire to kill me. It doesn't have a way of killing me. I can infect them before they can kill me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all those things ha- like because if the dogs attacked it and bit it, yeah, the dogs infected. That, yeah, yeah, that works it's too. Just closer to it, so it. And can I, eat I just it. I always feel bad for the one dog that's like it's working its way. It's breaking that chain link. I'm like. That that one that's a survivor dog, yeah, and it gets got, and it's the one that gets got. No. Just goes to show you things, I guess. <laughs> Damn those things! Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta sit but, in the corner and wait for somebody to open the door. You yeah. know, and that's the thing too, because they're probably also used to the dogs kind of barking a little bit. And if anyone else had been there other than um, Clark, mm-hmm. they probably would be like, "Oh, the fucking dogs, right?" Because yeah. yeah. the dogs would do that. They would just get into barks or howls, especially huskies. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Right? Like, they would get into howls yeah, or especially chatting. Especially, like, if you got a bunch of them all penned up together. <laughs> right? So it's like, but, he, you know, Clark was just like, no, that's not normal. Like, mm-hmm. and he knows the dogs. And so he went, and then, you know, that's when McCready came, and he heard, he heard all the banging around, and then yeah. he realized something was off. Well, Although, I think that most people can tell the difference between, like, dog howlies that are just like, I'm howling because I'm a dog, and, like fear dog noises yeah so i lived below a chick who was like in a domestic violence situation i could tell like when things turned her dog would just make noises that i was like oh i'm calling 911 right now because it was just like "Mm -mm, that is not a dog noise that it's supposed to make when it's just barking yeah that's fair um stark has this thing that (laughs) if me and tasha are fighting or 
and he started doing this now if i'm ranting if i'm mad about something and i'm not mad at tash but i'm just ranting yeah. he'll he'll get in between us yeah and he will like try to make us stop fighting yeah, my cousin's dog does that too she like gets in there and is like mm-hmm. she like smacks him with her paws just Stark like Stark no, will like don't. sit on people yeah. <laughs> he'll like try to sit on your lap and like lick your face and like freaking horse dog yeah and he's like he's 110 de-escalate the situation <laughs> And, like, last night we were sitting, so we have those two recliner seats in the front mm. room, right? And we're sitting side by side. And Stark does this occasionally where he'll come up behind and he'll put his head right between the two yeah, uh, from behind. But I was telling Tasha about something frustrating that happened at work. And so I'm getting, like, really animated because I'm talking and that's yeah. I tend to do that. And all of a sudden Stark comes up between us and just, like, immediately in between us. Like, I couldn't look at Tasha because Stark's like, hey, 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 it's okay. stop yelling. Stop, stop yelling. Comfort you. It's okay. I love you. Everything will be okay. Don't be sad. I'm here. Never fear. Stark is here. He's but, a good boy. All right. It's time for game number three. Oh. It's time for the Awesome Lodge word game. Now, Devo has the crown, which means, uh, Jace, you get to pick his category. So the two categories tonight are cold weather setting movies and alien attack movies so he's gonna go first and you get to pick his category and while you ponder on that i'm gonna just explain the rules so the rules for this is you guys have two minutes and in those two minutes Corey's gonna try and get you to guess 10 movie titles now um with that he cannot use any of the words in the title he cannot use any of the actors names he cannot use any of the character names and he can't use any of the director's names so Devo's going to start us off, and Jace, have you picked which category he is going to do? He can have the cold weather movies. You'd rather Alien Attack? I feel like they're probably more blockbusters that I would know, because I'm like, I don't know Aliens very well, but I do, I might know the titles better than cold weather things, because cold weather, it seems like it's a more broad genre. That's so, fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Give it a shot. Okay. <laughs> What do, you, what do you think of that list there, Corey? Are you ready for cold weather movies? Yeah, the first one Starting I'm going to have to three, improvise on. Two, one, go. So two words. First word, it blows outside. Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's water that moves in a straight line down Stream. a... Stream? Uh, no, the other word first... Creek? River? Yeah, so the first Wind word... Wind river? Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's There are wolves in it, and it's a plane crash. And... Oh, yes, uh, the one with Liam Neeson. I yep. Uh, uh, it's a color. Color. It's gray. Not, yeah. Uh, good enough. Okay. Uh, this had this is another one where it involves a bear attacking, um, a very famous actor in the woods. He gets oh his, the revenant. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this one involves a bunch of people talking like that. Don't you know? <laughs> and there's uh cold brew. No. Um. Uh. It's Canadian bacon. Nope. It's it's an American one. It takes place in I think it's Minnesota. I think that's where they're yep. from. Um, it's a, oh, I can't say the directors. Uh, it has a lot of cast in it. It involves a, a naked guy running from a car in the winter time. And it's a small town that ends up getting involved in this bigger thing. One minute. Okay, let's go on to the next, next one. Yeah. Uh, it involves zombies, Nazi Death zombies. Snows. Yep. Uh, it involves vampires in the Arctic. Oh, fuck. Mm. They, it's a, it's a period, it's a month of. Nocturnal. Uh, let's go on to the next yeah. one. It's a family stuck in a uh, a lodge out up in the mountains in Colorado. The dad goes crazy and has an axe. And Oh, The Shining. Yeah. This one, uh, it involves people who are climbing up mountains. Um, I watched this one recently. They. Uh, that's a hard one. Vertical okay. Limit. Yep. yep. Oh, good job. Okay, we're going to skip the next one and go to two sisters fighting. Uh, it 30 Im- seconds. It involves one has special powers that can shoot ice from her hand. They make a little snowman. Oh, Frozen. Yep. Um <laughs> It's cold outside, so it is. 
Winter? Yeah, and Stark chews on a... Bone? Uh, toy? Yeah. yeah you winter had Bone? The... Winter Bone? Yep. yep. There we go. Um, and the vampire one that it's... Three, two... It's not morning, one. but... Night. 30 days of night. Yeah. Fuck. So the other one was fire go. Yeah. I was trying to get there. Fuck. <laughs> she right. said wood chipper. <laughs> well, I was trying to think. I was like, yeah. Wood I chipper. almost said Coen Brothers. Oh, yeah. I almost I said that. Uh, right? The Belushi. Not Belushi. Um, they did a TV series Belushi. in Calgary. I know. Yeah. that's It's a good show. Like yeah. It. That would have been a good hint, too. I, I should have thought about that. Yeah. All right. So uh, oh, the no, number to beat is eight. Devo oh, yeah, got yeah. eight out of ten in okay. two minutes. I like how you're like, oh, he's never going to vertical limit. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even know like, how yes. I was going to explain it. I was like going to go not horizontal, but then. All right. So uh, here we go. Jace alien attack movies in three, two, one. It's a franchise now that involves a big alien in a city. Um, the second. Overfield. Yep. Uh, this one involves a soldier who dies repeatedly. Oh, fuck. Over and over again. Oh. He's a famous skip. actor. I don't know the name of that okay. one. Uh, this involves a uh, giant uh, mech fighting underwater sea Pacific creep. Rim? Yep. Uh, this one involves the same actor from that first one. More Second aliens. One. Yeah. More aliens. Um, his son and his son ends up getting kidnapped by them. Oh. Uh, it's a famous uh, play, teleplay. Why can't I think of the name of it? We were talking about it during the movie. Uh, skip it. I might come back. Okay. This one has a bunch of... Uh, uh, a friend's going out on a night of drinking and their small town ends up getting taken over. It's part of End the, of the world. World's end. Yeah. Uh, this one involves superheroes. They fight uh, Ultron. I could say Ultron. Uh, Avengers? Yep. Uh, this one, they fight to take back their... Uh, Welcome to Earth. Uh, an Independence Day. Yep. Uh, we'll go on to the next one. Mars attacks. This has uh, a bunch of inner city kids trying to defend. Attack the block. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to It's a Teleplay by H.G. Wells. Um, War the pla- Worlds. Yeah. Uh, and then this one involves uh, a number. Oh, it's five words. What's what's up there called? Not uh, not inner. Outer limit. Outer. What's this? Uh, outer space. Yep. So those are the two last words. The first three. One is not a... One above eight. Yeah, one above eight. There we go. Uh, this is Oh, a... Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yep. Is that all of them? No, nope. you nope. still got number two. Number two. In ten seconds. Soldier dies over and over again. Uh, not today, but... Tomorrow. Uh, this is... Day after tomorrow? No, this Five, is the end four, of the table, which is three, also the... Edge of tomorrow? Yes. yes. Yeah. Two seconds left. <laughs> all ten. Sorry. I like how chi- down, Tony chipped in there. I do chip in occasionally. You didn't need it for most part. And I did say when he was struggling with 30 Days a Night, I did say Nocturnal. I don't they think you guys heard that me. that movie. Oh. It was yeah. so sad. I did, I did ch- chime in during uh, 30 Days of Night. You just didn't hear me. Let's go to the tiebreaker question. <laughs> <laughs> C! All right. Diva- I want to know what that tiebreaker question 22. was. Was it A? All right. How old was the special effects uh, specialist Rob Botton when they started this project? Was he A, 20... B twenty two, C twenty four, or D twenty six. B twenty two. Even though Jay said it while we were watching, and I was like, "Damn it!" But you know, he was twenty two years old when he worked on this. Yes, my Godzilla dance did not distract you enough. No, definitely not. <laughs> but it was adorable. It was very adorable. All right. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
So, uh, what did you guys think about the helicopter opening to this? I know we haven't really talked about that with the Norwegians yeah. or the Swedes. Um, <laughs> because I watched the, the 2011 one uh, first, uh, it gives that great run into, like, they're chasing the dog down. Um, so I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, it would have been more perplexing if I had seen the original John Car- Carpenter before I'd seen the uh, prequel. Yeah, it definitely starts you off at, like, right what in the, the middle of the going action, on? which is yeah. like, okay, they're shooting a dog, and what's happening now? And no one likes to see the dogs get shot. No, so it's like it immediately puts you on the dog's side, mm-hmm. and you're like, or, yeah, because... Or you're confused. Or you're like, why confused. the fuck are they hunting a dog and shooting it? Yeah, unless you're Norwegian. Especially if it's like a husky. It's like, and yeah, unless you're Norwegian. And they just they're say, like, oh, yeah, that, they the, just the said, dog's the alien. <laughs> Kill the yeah. alien. Yeah. So, like... Because you saw it first, it, it changes your perspective, whereas watching the original, it's kind of like, you're like, what the fuck is going on? And I think it's a great intro to this as well, mm-hmm. because it does start the paranoia on like, a, what were those guys doing? What's with the dog? But I wish yeah, they didn't- Yeah, it makes sh- you suspicious of the dog. They should have cut out that, that spacecraft crashing at the beginning. I totally forgot that that was in the movie, but it, I think it would have been more suspenseful not knowing what the hell was going on until they go to the crash site and find that. When it's like, oh, I just saw a spaceship go, so obviously something is an alien there. Yeah, mm. I would have had no idea because the, the thing is so ambiguous to what it is, and like from the the poster and everything like that, the original poster, you'd have no idea what the movie was about. So you think it should have not had that one little piece right at the beginning, where, right before the title card with yeah. the spaceship, because then it not until they go to that dig site would you know, yeah. oh, it's fucking alien. Yeah. yeah, and that's like almost. I don't think it's halfway through the movies, but it's like. Maybe it's, a third it's, or something. Yeah, too. Like, a, like a solid chunk in. It's yeah. like a quarter to a third somewhere yeah. in there. Because when they find like that first kind of encasement, and they're like, "Well, what was in there?" Kind of mm-hmm. thing. It must have been an animal or something like that. And then it ends up going. But then the funny thing is, because I, I think in the 2011, there actually it was the cave bear that they were digging up in yeah. that one. It was actually the bear that they were just digging. She was investigating or whatever. Mm. And then they found the alien spacecraft because of the bear or something. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've, I've I've heard pretty good things. I know everybody was trashing on it when it first came out. Yeah. I was, I was the one that was like, no, it's a sequel. They're calling it the thing. And it seems like it's a remake, but it's a, or sorry, it's a prequel, not a, not a remake. I had to reassure a lot of people. And then yeah. I ended up going seeing it. But I heard it was pretty faithful. And yeah. I, I was kind of bummed to hear about the special effects. They were just like, oh, we know you made all the, did all this money to make all these really cool practical effects. But we're going to throw CG on them yeah. because we're assholes. Actually, uh, you were saying this before, and I, I would I totally meant to mention this. I actually use um, the thing color basis for like some of the monsters when I paint my yeah, uh, zombie minis. You gotta like do a good purple undercoat. And yeah, you're fucking right. Set. I, I've done a lot of zombie minis mostly for D and D recently, and yeah. I actually use Bad. that as inspiration for doing all my uh, little zombie minis. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a good basis. He has such a great color palette. I love yeah. it. I'm allowed to call you a nerd because you're in my D and D. Yeah, because we're I nerds just together. I playing D&D again. I'm so excited. <laughs> we don't play very often, but it was like my friends approached me, and I was like, oh, it's been like six years. I'm yeah. so excited. I really want to do a drop-in down at Hexagon. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've wanted to do that more. I They used to have them at the Comic Expo where you could go do drop-in games. Oh, Remember yeah. when we did that? We did Shadowrun. Yeah, and fun. they don't do that anymore. Really? No. Ooh. I remember they used to have a whole gaming chunk. Do they not do that anymore? It's more board games. Uh, I guess it's kind of, you know, getting people more excited about buying board games, which is cool. Board games are fun. Yeah. yeah. But 
that aside, so uh, I think it's about time we start wrapping this up. So what is one thing that you guys learned from The Thing? Jace? All right, fine. I will go first. One thing I learned from The Thing is don't trust anybody. Mm. Work in group of threes. We're all taking blood right now. Always carry three flamethrowers. <laughs> never drink gasoline. <laughs> wow, we, we busted like never through that. Eat like... shredded wheat, but never drink gasoline. <laughs> That's just good life advice. <laughs> I had to learn that the hard way. All right, don't so, just drink uh... out of any bottle you find that somebody hands you. Especially yeah. at a party. There's yeah. going to be a lot of cigarette butts. Yeah. That is that is very fair. So, uh, Jace, what would you rate this out of five and why? Fucking five. I love this fucking movie. It's, why am it's, I surprised? It's in my top five horror movies, 100%. It's just like the practical effects are on point. It's such a solid fucking movie. Mm-hmm. The only part that I'm kind of like, eh, about is the climax. I say with quotations, like the, when you finally have, the, when he finally has the showdown with the alien, I find it kind of anticlimactic. But, but even then, it's like still pretty fucking cool to see that dog come out of the guy's chest and little arms flailing around on the explosions. It's it's still great. <laughs> and Devin, what do you give it out of five? Uh, I'm going to give it five whole flamethrowers out of five. A lot of flamethrowers. That's that's a lot of flamethrowers. Why would you give it five? Uh, because it's your first already, time viewing, so I'm well, actually very interested in this. They already had three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so it started at a baseline three for three flamethrowers yeah. uh, i was thinking about it i was gonna give it a four and then i think back and it's like there's no real reason i don't enjoy this i would watch this again right now mm-hmm. uh which is actually really hard for me to say i don't usually like doing that movies. but now that you know like the end you want to go back and rewatch yeah. to, like and there's so many layers like you guys were telling me all this inside information like we stopped and went back to the Smokey the Bear sign (laughs) yeah before you got here I think we would be farther in but we stopped to go back and see what it said on the sign at the very beginning (laughs) and there's just so many like little things just off a little bit off to the side that you can see but you can't read it's just so lovingly crafted yeah and that those practical effects like those are the reason for so many things like those effects are up there with the face melt from Indiana Jones for me. Mm. Absolutely. No. Fair. Corey. I can do 0.5s, right? Yeah. I wish I could do like 4.9, mm-hmm. but <laughs> because I can't, I'm going to do 4.5. Just because there's a few things I'd want to get. Everything else is great. The practical effects are amazing. The story is really like you feel drawn into the people. The characters aren't necessarily fleshed out, but it's more of them being thrust into the scene of paranoia and everything like that. Um, but, like, I would cut out the spacecraft at the beginning. And there's a couple of scenes when they're actually, like, fighting each other. Like, when that when Windows gets hit or faints or something in the corner, he's just like, ugh. It's like, eyes roll back. And then, like, the punch sound when <laughs> Kurt Russell punches. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Punching. I'm like, okay, sure. Stop Sorry hitting that, peak on that sack of meat with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. So There's just a few things like that. But other than that, it's a great movie. And it's if I could give it a 4.9, I would. Just for those few gripes. That's fair. I'm actually, with Corey, I got to give it a 4.5. I actually don't like the alien things at all. I think, you know, they could have done without discovering where the thing had come from. And it still have been horrifying, right? Like, the fact that they reveal the spaceship and the fact that they show the spaceship being built and the spaceship at the beginning. It's only three times, but it's like, you could have had the same intensity of a film without those. Yeah. True. Right? And so, like, for me, I'm like, that's just a story kind of you know like and i'm actually surprised with john carpenter because he loves to leave things up to the imagination that he actually did do that where Mm -hmm. he made a backstory 
and it's very weird to me that he would do something along those lines because did like he craft the backstory or did he just take it from the book i think he just took it from the book but it's yeah. like i'm surprised he didn't just choose to leave it more ambiguous mm. because but that's more his style he adds so much mystery to the world that he creates like even they live you feel like it's a lived-in world but it's different from slightly the world that we live in mm-hmm. it's just and like a t- assault on precinct 13 it feels like just a a step away from our world almost mm-hmm. comic booky in kind of a so way. in total we give it 19 out of 20 which is 95 percent we're pretty close I, I still stand that's like uh i, I still think train? it's fantastic you know i watched it twice this week and i still i fucking loved it actually i watched this and then immediately afterwards i watched the new kurt russell santa claus uh the christmas yeah. uh, how is it uh i, I actually liked really liked it yeah the elves were a little lame I but they were definitely weird. they were definitely left meant for kids but yeah. him as like santa i was like i believe it and i want it he's great i adore him did you hear why how... does everybody paint me like that yeah. <laughs> the internet's thirsty for kurt russell now he They're like, is a santa fox. daddy his beard is dope yeah. in that movie. Oh, man. So in many general. Oh, man. That is what I lo- hope I look like when I'm older. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right. So Nobody's uh, crazy for zombie Swayze anymore. It's true. Yeah. It's all about the Russell. They're getting their Jamie's Russell. Oh, Russell yeah. for Russell. <laughs> Russell for <laughs> Russell. Oh, yeah. Hells yeah. All right. So uh, I'd like to thank our guests for joining us. Uh, not the real Jace. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Flamethrower. Or Thor, or whatever he decided, wielding Devin for coming in. Cleanse it with fire! <laughs> and special thanks to uh, my co-host for uh, helping me out with this one and actually helping move the conversation along and keep us on track a little bit. Uh, you know, to... Paranoid Corey. I'm not paranoid. I'm just very careful with my words. He's woke. <laughs> I'm woke. Yeah, I'm lit. I'm woke and lit. All right, so this has been another episode of Flix X-Raid. Good night, internet! Next week, we're going to be dicking about with Gonzo Dickens when we review... The Muppets Christmas Carol. Hi there, I hope you enjoyed listening to our show, Flix X Raid. If you liked what you heard, I hope you will subscribe and give us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, look for us at www.flixxray.com for more. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FlixXRaid. And if you like what you heard, why don't you give this podcast a listen as well? Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, from travellers to musicians, to those afflicted with mental or physical illnesses. There's really no subject that's off-limits, from movies to politics, and even controversial topics ranging from sex to drug reform and political correctness. So if you still believe in the art of conversation, are intrigued by healthy debates with different ideas and perspectives you may not have thought of, and want a podcast where every episode is about something different with a variety of guests, then this may be the podcast for you. You can hear us on YouTube and all your favourite podcast apps, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So if you want to hang out and listen to honest conversations with interesting people, then come to Genuine Chit Chat, where I'm your host, Mike Burton. Swedish Mac, not spoiler region. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Egen that gets me. <laughs>